Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I'm talking to you about Hearthstone as I am driving around. It is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021, and uh, we got balance changed into that today un unexpectedly because we had <clears throat> we had a, ho a hot fix come in today, uh, mostly for some mercenary stuff and, and for a couple bug fixes. But we also got balance changes announced in advance of uh, Master City under Master's Tour Undercity which is next weekend. Um, so we're not getting these balance changes until next week, which probably means Tuesday. Um, so we still have a week with the current patch, but um, we're getting plenty of advance notice. And uh, these are pretty big. <clears throat> and, and and welcome, I will say. I mean, at least for me, they're welcome. I, I'm sure there's some people who are upset, but... Um, and, and it just so happens that I had some errands to do tonight, so I'm driving around, so we're going to talk about them while I'm driving, so, um, yeah, it, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it's actually relevant because I've been trying to make Priest work despite this meta on, on my stream the last couple of streams, um, been trying to make Resurrect Priest work after Ridiculous Hatch shared a list with me, and I've, I've been, you know, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily has been successful with it, but <clears throat> the fact that the the problem is that you know anything that plays off the board just you know beats you as a control deck, and and these changes are intended to soften that a little bit. So we'll we'll kind of go into it. Um, the first change is that Razor Main Battle Guard is going from three health to two health. That's the the two mana two three that if uh, makes the first taunt you play in turn cost two less. It's not going to affect the utility of the card. Um, it is going to make it a little bit harder to stick. Not that much. It's already kind of vulnerable as a 2-3. But the fact that it's a 2-2 means that there just are more things that will deal with it. Like, you'll have, you know, a Powered Up Condemn can clear it. Um, Touch of the Nethrism can clear it. Uh, like, uh, a, a Tusk Piercer with a Hero Power can clear it, right? Like, there are. it's not that there weren't things that could clear... A, a Razor Main Battle Guard, and, and I don't honestly think that it changes the power level of the deck significantly, but it changes it a little bit. It makes it a little bit... <clears throat> it makes it a little bit fairer to play against, right? Just because you feel like you can remove it, especially because it's almost always behind its haunt, you need a spell usually to deal with it. So, there are more spells early that deal two than deal three, and this will allow um, you know opposing players to be able to target it a little bit better. I, I think that's a good thing. I think that Aggro Druid is easily one of the, you know, one of the best decks in the format. And it, it can be very frustrating to play against when it gets the big start. And and the big start typically involves it sticking a turn and then playing a, a Teacher's Pad or a Grey Bow. Right? So this will ha make that happen a little bit less often. Not, not that much less often, but a little bit less often. Right? So... It, I don't think you're going to stop playing Druid if you were playing Druid before. Um, and, and if anything, the environment might lend itself to playing Druid more with some of the changes that are happening. Um, or, or maybe less. That might have more of an effect than anything else. Um, but that is going to be a change that you should be aware of. The two bigger changes are coming to the two main off-board decks in the format. Um, which are Quest Mage and Garrett Rogue. So Quest Mage, the Quest Reward, is going down to plus two spell damage 
from plus three spell damage. Now again, still relatively powerful. Like there is a there is still a payoff for finishing the quest, but it will take probably an extra turn to burn someone down, right? Like it, quest mage already, <clears throat> it can deal with a lot of armor, right, and a lot of healing. But it's going to what this change does is it gives the the deck that is going to armor or is going to heal a turn to recover right like it's you're gonna have to spend that many more spells to get through a bunch of armor or to to burn somebody down completely and this will give you a little bit more of a chance i mean at that point it sometimes doesn't matter and and i i really I'm surprised that Encanter's Flow has kind of avoided scrutiny as much as it has, because that's more the villain of the piece. Like, you know, two spell damage or three spell damage is, it, it's kind of academic compared to how much healing, how much damage you get out of being able to play that many more spells. But at least if you're having to fling more spells, that means you have to use more spells, which means you can't, you can run out of damage per turn as the quest mage. It's it's hard to, but you can get down to the point where you're just playing an ignite a turn. And at that point, some of the slower decks might be able to recover, or at least, like, you know, fire sale's gonna go not as far. First flame and second flame are gonna go not as far. Ice, um, uh, brain freeze is gonna go less far. So, like, the big minions might have a better chance of surviving um, compared to um, when it's plus three to spell damage. We'll see. I think that it's it's a it's enough of a nerf to bring the power level of that deck down a little bit, which it kind of needs to. It's not the best deck, but it's a deck that's very prevalent and it's obnoxious to play against. And and it's it's just I mean, in my opinion, boring um, to to play against. So I think that it's a well anything to kind of reduce the prevalence of that deck, especially because of the the effect that it has on the meta, right where it, um, it it invalidates a lot of control slower decks because you just you need to be able to finish them off and you really can't if you're playing off, if you're not uh, playing an aggressive strategy. So a bigger change that's along the same lines is Garrett and and this has been kind of the terror of the meta for a while. It's the kind of thing that is. If you're not playing at high ranks, and which I have not been lately, but um, but when you are playing, if you're playing at high ranks, you see it a lot more. If you're not playing at high ranks, you see it a lot less, or you see it um, not piloted as well, right? It's a very skill-intensive deck. I've tried to learn it multiple times and failed multiple times. And it's the kind of thing that, in the hands of a very skilled player is almost it feels almost unbeatable um it's there are several there are some kids like screaming i can hear outside the outside the car and i i don't know what's going on you'd think it was halloween um anyway oh they're all standing at the pizza place what is going on anyway sorry <laughs> um so 
it's just very distracting with all these kids like standing on the railing of the pizza place and screaming about something so loud that I can hear them with my windows closed. Um, so the, uh, you know, Garrett is, it can beat almost anything, um, board based or not. It has enough tool, you know, again, in the right hands. It's also very easy to just lose with it. Um, and, and very often it loses to itself as in the, the person who is playing, it makes a mistake. It's extremely technical. There are a lot of small decisions. There are a lot of very minute ordering mistakes that you can make that, and it takes a lot of practice on the deck to get there. But when you get there, it is, you know, it, it, it has a chance in any matchup and usually has, is favored in almost any matchup with, with a couple of exceptions. Warrior, oh, there was a control warrior before the mini set that was popular for like a week after the Masters Tour that was able to beat it just because it was able to out-armor it and you would have to run Guild Trader and save all of your um, save all of your damage for basically one big turn which sometimes is difficult in and of itself so and, and the Garrett the base level Garrett um, damage is uh, so it, each one does uh does two damage both for the initial card and for all of the bleeds that it shuffles in so that's um you know that's eight and then you would generally you would so you play two of them right so that would be 16 and you would play two aug merchants and that would make it 32 and then you could also shadow step the aug merchants and that would make it up to 48 um if you if you did like the full combo um, and with Guild Trader, it's obviously more than that. Um, so what's going to happen is that the Garrett is going to shuffle two copies in rather than three. So that changes the math to um, to 12 base and 24 with two Aug Merchants. So you will need to Shadow Step an Aug Merchant in order to be able to... Or, or yeah, you'll have to Shadow Step an Aug Merchant at some point in order to be able to get the full 32 damage it's going to take three procs of of spell damage which is is harder than it sounds a because you need to have those all in your hand at the end of the game you need to not have to use an odd merchant as a removal or as um as a proc for a um for an efficient efficient octobot and you know you need to have health on the minions to be able to do that. Like a lot of your minions are small, so you need to have minions that are not going to die when you do that, right? And that can all be very difficult to do. Like I've lost a few games with it by like proccing my Octobot too early and not with an Aug Merchant on the turn I'm going for lethal and then not having enough targets for the Aug Merchants. So that's going to make the deck a little bit more difficult. It may make Guild Traders a little bit more necessary but even then that's that's also expensive um it should make it more fair right there will still be people who will play this deck and win with it i guarantee you there will be people who do that it, their win rates will not be as good just because there are going to be more fail states available and, and i think that's kind of what we're looking for like i don't think that it's bad for a deck like Garrett Rogue to exist necessarily. I think it's bad for it to be as consistent as it is. 
and is as hard to target as it is. Because, you know, board-based decks can generally get outrun by it, and, you know, control decks, unless they can armor a lot, which is why Control Warrior was working with it, but unless the control decks can armor a lot and get themselves up beyond 50, which is asking a lot of warrior even in this in this day and age, um, that's very difficult to do. So I think that it will have some more bad matchups, which will help. And even in the good matchups, there will be more fail states just because you it will ask more of you to be able to do 32 damage in a turn. Um, that is, I think, a very good thing, because I think that's one of the, like, again, the problem with Quest Mage and Garrett Rogue is just that it feels like when you're playing, and this is my opinion, right, This I'm not saying this is the way that it is, but in my opinion, when you're playing against them, it feels like your decisions don't matter and you lost in Q, in, in Q order. It's not always the case, but a lot of the time it depends on, like, the, the outcome of the game depends more on their decisions and their draws more so than anything that you can do. All you can do is do your best and then hope that they can't kill you. And that's never a great play pattern. So I think that's kind of a healthy thing for the meta. It should open this meta up a lot more and make it a lot, a, a little bit more varied and, and feel a little bit more fun or at least be able to try some things that we haven't been able to try for a couple months. Um, to that point... The buff that's coming in this balance patch is one that I'm personally very excited about, which is that Renew is going back down to one mana. I, I understand why they nerfed it to two mana at the time, and that they probably didn't need to. Um, you know, with the Apotheosis change, they probably could have just left Renew at one, and it probably would have had the same... Well, I mean, it might not have the same effect, but, you know, given what was about to happen... I think that we probably could have lived with a slightly less powerful priest for a couple of weeks and then had maybe a, a slightly more viable priest after that. I've been playing, again, I said, uh, like I've said, I've been playing res priest in standard. Two mana renew feels awful. You kind of have to play it, but it just feels terrible. Um, you know, like the, the healing is like marginal compared to just hero powering. And it's it, the difference between one and two mana in terms of what you can fit into a turn, it just, it feels terrible. Um, so I, I'm personally pretty happy to have Renew come back to one. And I think combined with the other changes that are happening with Quest Mage and with um, Garrett Rogue getting knocked down a peg, it might make, you know, a healing strategy a little bit more viable. Um, especially with, you know, some of the things that we're doing with Resurrecting like Shower Elementals and, and Marg Artificer, Marg uh, Forge Fiends. Um, is that the way to go? I don't know. I'm certainly going to try, because I enjoy Priest a lot, but Priest has been basically unplayable aside from Shadow Priest, um, and, and the reason the Shadow Priest was playable is because of Elucia, and Elucia is, Elucia is also still gone, in addition to Apotheosis is still nerfed, right, so the deck is still going to be a lot less powerful than it was at the end of the Baron's meta, um, but I think it's a viable option that you might be able to try, like some of the slower decks, there are still going to be counters to the slower decks, um, but the slower decks may be viable. Like Quest Shaman is a thing that you might be able to play now. Control Priest is something you might be able to play. Control Warlock maybe even might be viable. We haven't even really seen anybody try it because um, Quest has been such a better option. Um, but there's nothing to say that a Control Warlock, if the meta lines up for it, might be viable. Um, I do think that the deck you're probably going to want to be looking at is Quest Warlock. 
because Quest Warlock is already not bad, right? And if slower control decks are going to come back, Quest Warlock is your best tool against those because you still have the, it takes a while, but you still have the Tamsin win condition, right? So like, there's no way that a, a, a slow deck, a slow reactive deck is beating, um, is bleeding, beating Blightborn Tamsin. They're just not. Um, you're going to be able to outdamage them. And so, and, and that damage just scales the longer the game goes on. And, and you're not susceptible to fatigue, which is usually the way that they're going to try to grind you out. So that is probably the way to go if you're seeing a lot of slower um, board-based decks. I think that aggro, aggro Druid will probably still be fine. Um, Elemental Shaman is a perfectly serviceable deck that didn't get touched by any of this stuff. Quest Rogue is something I've been dabbling with, and that seems pretty good. That got the, um, that got the new Edwin, and, um, and it got Mr. Smite for a little bit of burst damage, as well as the, the new weapon that discounts spells when you trade it. Like, that deck feels a lot more powerful than it was. Um, so Quest Rogue may be a way to go, too. Um, but, and, I mean, of course you can try the control decks, right? Like, there's a way, we've seen there's a way to build a slower Quest Warrior. It's not really being played right now, um, because the 3-3 that does, um, two damage twice when you attack is so good that an, an, that a, um, an aggro strategy is just better, but there is a way to build a controlled Quest Warlock, and it could 100% be viable if that's something you wanted to do. Um, that, that would certainly shut down, um, certainly shut down Garrett Rogue, possibly you might shut down, um, Quest Mage as well. So there's a lot of options here. And um, I think that this is really going to open this meta up. I don't know exactly what you should be playing, but I would say that there are a lot of strategies that were, um, you know, kind of uh, built for over the last couple sets, or maybe over the last set, that just have not really been viable because it's been hard to play minions, right? I mean, there are definitely minion-based decks, like Liberum Paladin is fine, Aggro Druid is certainly a, min a minion-based deck, but, you know, there are enough enough times when you just run into a quest page and you just lose, right? Um, and, and I think that this will definitely fix that. I, I don't know how much, right? Like, these are still relatively cautious nerfs. But I don't think that, again, and we talk about this every time that we talk about balance changes on the show, I don't think the goal of a nerf necessarily is to make the deck unplayable. I think the goal of the nerf is to bring the power level back down, or the power level or the perceived power level, back down in line with the rest of the format. I think Quest Mage is worthy of a nerf not because of the power level, but because of how it feels to play against right? Like, Questmate is a very beatable deck. If you play it, you will learn how it gets beaten, right? But it, in the games where it wins, it feels like, it often feels like you had no chance. And so this will bring it down to at least, even if they get a quick quest done, like, you'll still feel like you have it, maybe have a chance, or maybe that it's going to take them that much more work to, to be able to burn you down, right? Like, that, that one spell damage does add up over a number of spells. And and the same thing for Garrett Rogue. Like, you're just... 
a lot of games with Garrett Rogue, you're just praying for your opponent to be bad with it. And that will still happen, but that will have more of an outsized effect, right? And even the good players make mistakes. So this will just punish those mistakes that much harder and make it, give it less of a margin for error. And I, I think that it's good to have a skill testing deck that is very punishing when you mess up with it, right? It provides an opportunity for skill expression without being oppressive. Right now, it's kind of in the oppressive, oppressive camp. So, but I think this change will make it a lot less so. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's all, that's going to do it for me for this week. This was kind of obviously an unexpected emergency episode. Um, I hope you did enjoy the episode about Metroid Dread with uh, me and Ridiculous Hat that I put out over the weekend. Um, I wasn't expecting necessarily to be doing an episode so soon, but I wasn't expecting balance changes. So, you know, everything works out. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Um, yeah, but, and we should be hearing about the next step pretty soon. So I'm excited to, uh, to see what the team has in store. Um, but in the meantime, you can uh, find the links for this show and every show at offcurve.com. Uh, offcurve.com slash masters tour is also where you can go if you're planning for uh, masters tour undercity uh, to be able to find the find the data from the last several qualifiers and from the last Masters Tour and be able to uh, to use that to plan ahead. Um, you can find the show's account on Twitter at Off Curve. You can find me on Twitter at Wicked Good. Um, I stream every Monday and Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. And of course, the Discord is still is there for, um, you know, with a, a lot of wonderful people who are very um, welcoming and intelligent and, and like to talk about the game. So you can find that at discord.offcurve.com. So um, anyway, thanks for listening as always. I know you have a lot of places where you can um, spend your podcast listening time, and I appreciate you spending it with me as I'm driving around, you know, playing daddy cab, as it were right now. And uh, so that's it. So, you know, good luck. Enjoy the new meta when it comes, and uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.